Is that one? Is that from Son of a Woman? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I've Actually, never seen that movie. I will have my phone off silent for a little bit. <laughs> All right. I'm Your good. ringtone's that song. I'm me so horny. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast that critics around this great nation of ours are calling. There is nothing redeemable about this show. All right, cool. Yet again, I do not get to read these ahead of time. So yeah, strikes you a little little out of left field, but that's okay. Anyways, welcome back to the show. Welcome back, Brett Saxon. Nothing redeemable. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Just me being able to talk seems like something, <laughs> and Clark, I guess, yeah. And Clark Wilson, welcome Hi. back. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome back to the show, and uh, yeah, welcome back. This is episode 84, and as we all know, a show doesn't really start getting good until it gets Randy to, Moss. to the 84th episode. Yeah. So there you go. This is our birth year. <laughs> this yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, good point. Except for Clark's. No, all three of us. No, that's mine. Oh, yeah, all three. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, well, also, I wanted to wish everyone, uh, I hope we all had a great Thanksgiving, because that has happened already. Yeah. Because this is Friday when this Yeah, I'm still up. full. So, uh, yeah, tell me, <laughs> tell me, Clark, specifically, what did you do? <laughs> the same thing you did, Matt. <laughs> but you want to tell everybody? <laughs> tell me all the details. <laughs> no, uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday before Thanksgiving, so we have not yet had it, but uh, we can right. talk about... Uh, Let's talk about that Vikings win against the Patriots. Man, I can't believe they won by 24. Wow, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They dominated. They dominated. Took the sting out of that Cowboys game right (laughs) out of me. Um, But uh, what we can also talk about is uh, you went hunting today. Yesterday? today. Yeah, this morning and yesterday. And so did you go deer hunting or is that turkey hunting? I already did. Yeah, no. (laughs) Turkey hunting? I've never gone turkey hunting before. Okay. But I seen videos of it and you have to shoot them in the head yeah really? so you got to make sure well they stick their heads up so and they're usually stationary when so you shoot them if you did a shot in the body that wouldn't put them down or you wouldn't well n- yeah because they're so big uh-huh. and you can only shoot the males and also then you can ruin the meat that's true by blasting them in the chest right so you have to go for the head well, that's usually recommended, yeah. That'd be wow. a tough shot, kind of. Yeah. Well, With a bow and arrow, too. That's hard. No, a shotgun. Oh. oh I went pheasant hunting. Easy. Okay, cool. And how'd you do? We got one bird. Nice. Did you get it? No, my dad shot it. Okay. Nice. Not a lot of not a lot of birds okay. popped up in range. Were there any out there that you did take a shot at and missed it? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. Let's dwell on that. Yeah. <laughs> when you say bird, is that slang for pheasant? Yeah. Okay. Just because they're birds. For the listeners who yeah. don't, you know, right, and as, myself. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> well, and you can only we shoot males of those too, so you're limited to what you can shoot. Okay. Well, let me, and you've hunted for a long time, right? Yeah, more or less. Since uh, when do you think you started? When I was 12, when I got my firearm certificate. There you go. Have you ever hunted a person? Be honest. <laughs> Just iced tea. Okay. Is <laughs> that the uh, <laughs> most dangerous game or right. whatever remake? Yeah. I like the original. The original is great. Yep. 
That is good. Kind of cheesy, like 40s or 50s. I can't remember what decade it came out. And actually, we'll we'll be doing a movie review coming up here that has a similar uh, theme as well. But I wasn't even thinking about that right there. But I hope it's not the menu. I don't want you to spoil that. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, Clark and I are supposed to see you that bastard. Together. That's what it is. Don't spoil. Spoiler alert. I will spoil it coming up. That's a Clark, tease. you want to go see it right now? <laughs> yeah, let's go see it. Turn the podcast off. Yeah. Um, but I also wondered, have you ever or would you ever shoot a pheasant out of your car window? Let's, let's say you didn't. No, I wouldn't. Okay. Do anything like that. But let's say you had a horrible weekend. I don't even like jump shooting. <laughs> yeah. I don't even ju- jump shooting is where you drive around until you see one and then you just get out and then shoot it. Mm-hmm. And I don't even like really doing that. Is that legal? Maybe if it, yeah, but okay. it not if it's not your property. Well, the reason why I bring it up is in Concord, New Hampshire, a Cheshire man is facing multiple charges. A Cheshire cat? Cheshire a Cheshire ca- county well, man. Oh wait, Cheshire Cheshire County. Cheshire oh. County man. <laughs> Is facing multiple charges after being accused of shooting a turkey from a car window. Wow. Yes. So they. So apparently, New Hampshire has two turkey hunting seasons: one for shotguns and one for archery. This is just what I know. Yeah. Um, and right now, hunters aren't allowed to use firearms to shoot turkeys. Um, and this is both. They don't say right anything now. about car out of your car window. Yeah, though? that's poaching. Yeah. And who, was the turkey like? Asking for it? Yeah. Or was the, was the yeah. turkey just some guy? He was wearing a short like... skirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so New Hampshire fish and game captain Michael Eastman said um, that even if people were allowed to use firearms to shoot tur- turkeys right now, that the man used a gun he never would be allowed to hunt with. So he used a handgun. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. God. So the conservation officer said that the man used a nine millimeter handgun to shoot the turkey from a car window. Officers said that they learned about the alleged poaching after getting a tip from a concerned citizen. Eastman said that he also believes that the man fired a gun within 300 feet of the home, which is also against the law. Um, I know, I don't know if I told this on the podcast, but there was, I remember I was going for a walk in the summer and a father was teaching his son how to do archery. Did mm. I tell you guys about this? No. Maybe, yeah, I forgot. But he had the... Or I wasn't listening because it was boring. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> no. fell asleep. Snooze <laughs> fest. But so the the guy's teaching his son, and but they're, the target... By putting an apple on his head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that called again? That's, uh, it's like William Tell. Well, no, yeah, William uh, Tell. Yeah, that's what Charles Burroughs... Charles Burroughs killed his wife oh, yeah, at, a, yeah. at a dinner party. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Uh, Wait, but, Charles Burroughs? Is it, or William Burroughs. William, William, Burroughs, William S. Burroughs? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Charles Burroughs, the uh, guy that wrote Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so um, this guy is teaching his son how to shoot some bows and arrows. Uh, but the... <laughs> the uh, Shoot an arrow with a bow. Shoot an arrow with a bow. <laughs> no, you shoot the bows, don't you? Uh, but anyways, <laughs> the um, target was right against the side, like on the ditch. Mm. But they were facing... The road, the, the road. Oh, as wow. I was walking by, oh, so if you miss, it's clearly gonna go right yeah. into me or into a car yeah. or anything driving by. Yeah. And they stopped when they saw me walking by. But I just thought that was a weird thing. Like they stopped but didn't move the target or anything. Yeah. Well, maybe he wasn't. They weren't using. They were just using starters arrows, so they're not going to be 
if it had hit you, it would have maybe just like it would hurt have been, a little bit. It wouldn't have gone. It's not like arrows you use to kill while game where it's got like a lethal tip on them mm-hmm. that like pulling out hurts like would right. hurt a lot. Yeah, right. Or it did have that, but it didn't have poison on the. Tip. Yeah, they didn't. Um, they didn't. It wouldn't be poison. dip it in poison. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. that's not as big of a deal. Yeah. Uh, well, so Captain again, we were talking about New Hampshire fish and game captain Michael Eastman. He had this to say. It kind of goes against ethics and people's morals within hunting. So it's pretty unique for somebody to do that. That's somebody that um, has gone against really everything that they've been taught and, and what they would know the law to be. You know, certainly things like this happen quite often within season. I mean, we've had homes get shot with shotguns because turkeys like bird feeders and they hang out in people's yards. And so if it's a you know a bigger turkey or what someone would think was like a trophy turkey, they'll certainly shoot them in areas where they're not supposed to there you go you're acting so surprised like people poach all the time at the state fair they have a trailer full of like stuff that was taken from hunters for poaching and there was once there was a bald eagle someone shot a bald eagle wow speaking of that i got a good story about a bald eagle but um that's gonna be i'll save it for offline because i think it's a yeah it's dirty (laughs) oh yeah it's not pg-13 it's pg (laughs) <laughs> it's G. That's <laughs> G. So is that all you were saying? It was just a tease of the story that you Brad, what does PG right. what does PG stand for? Next week on not good. PG says for stands for pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell us the story PG. now. Can we hear it now? No, I was um <laughs> yeah, I mean sure if we want to. This is a little hometown hometown goss. So I was driving down uh, Main Street, Mississippi Road, you know, past the dam, across the dam, going by the old water plant, water municipal building on the right, you know, come to the stop sign, take a right, go by Main Street. Uh, But as I was passing the municipal area building, there was this huge piece of roadkill. It's like a rabbit or something. I think it was a rabbit, though. Um, and I was like, oh, shit, nice swerve to, like, not hit it. Get, you know. Oh, because it was in the middle of the road? Yeah, in, in my lane. Um, coming back, mm-hmm. on my way back home after I probably went to, I th- maybe when I was going to Target. That's when you picked it up. Yeah. I turned back. It was still there. But I turned on that stop sign, right? I turned left at that stop sign. And as I turn, I see this huge bald eagle come down, swoop down, America's most majestic Mm -hmm. bird. Pick up this roadkill. Symbol of our freedom. Symbol of our freedom. Roadkill. And dropped it on the hood of your car. (laughs) Um, Pick it up. And drop it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably maybe a little too heavy for it. Because there was a car coming to the other direction. Uh, so I think Ben Franklin. I think it was Ben Franklin. A little, don't fact check me. Ben yeah, Frank. He, he tied he a key wanted, to he, a Yeah. Bald he tied a key to a bald eagle and it got struck by lightning. And that's how he discovered electricity. No. He wanted <laughs> America's bird to be the turkey. Oh. Rather uh, than the bald eagle. I think make, it was Ben Franklin. That would make more sense. Yeah. Because... Because I think eagles are everywhere. Well, I think the turkey is maybe that's only native to North America, whereas I think there's eagles all over 
the planet, the did you world. Also, no. Did you also oh, know that Ben Franklin is the inventor of the to-do list or the pros and con list? That's what it was. Oh, really? To the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun fact. All right, from there, let's go to some entertainment news, some entertainment news of the week. Let's start with reality TV's golden couple, Todd and Julie Chrisley. Do you guys, have you heard about this story? Yeah, but know. that's the golden couple, not Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. Well, maybe like, what, 15, 20 years ago that they were the golden couple? Yeah, but they're technically younger than these people. Yeah. This guy looks like a 50-year-old baby. <laughs> He does. If I had to describe <laughs> him, does. is it Benjamin Button style or what? He's like going backwards, well, no. Going he's just had or? so much work done that he looks ridiculous, mm-hmm. and now he's in hot water, big time. Yeah, the couple are going to prison, and yesterday in federal court, the couple received a 19-year combined prison sentence with Todd sentenced to 12 years and Julie seven years. Mm. Uh, they were described by prosecutors as career swindlers who have made a living by jumping from one fraud scheme to another. I guess you could say they don't know best. We'll be right back. <laughs> I've, I've seen so many of those jokes. <laughs> That's doing, the most low-hanging fruit. Doing that punchline. But it is true. And yeah, they've canceled that. I could just see the TMZ article. They don't know best. Chrisley's going to prison. Uh, yesterday, they also were um, fired from their TV shows. So the TV shows have been canceled. No! Oh, I know. Um, I actually, though, I did enjoy watching a few of those. But I thought that was so crazy, um, all of this. And I guess it doesn't surprise me, but apparently they were just faking it. Um, you enjoyed watching him, and he looks like he's Hannibal Lecter wearing someone else's face. Well, it's weird. He's got a good comic timing, and they're pretty funny. Or were funny. Well, that'll keep him from getting shivved in the... Big house. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, be funny, pretty boy. Yeah, <laughs> baby boy. Tell baby me grandpa. a joke. <laughs> um, so uh, moving on from there, let's talk about our good old buddy, uh, Michael J. Fox. Um, and Woody Harrelson shared a story with him mm. from their kind of golden days um, when they were filming Casualties of War. Uh, Woody Harrelson brought up that one night, Mike took us out to the end of the jungle. We stopped at this little hut. And Mike, you know, ran out of the car. This kid runs up to him and hands him like thousands of their their money, their currency, which amounted to about 16 bucks here. Uh, the pair ran off, Harrelson recalled. Kid just ran out and handed him money? Uh, well, oh, like they the handed the kid was, money. Yeah, they handed the kid money. It was money, a measly yeah. 16 bucks. Well, that's what it would account to, but uh, probably a decent sum over there maybe. Uh, but anyways, uh, Harrelson said, I couldn't believe it. I look in there and Mike is sitting next to this kid. They walked into the hut. Um, and the kid told us to follow them. So they followed him, and they see Michael J. Fox there. Uh, Mike's sitting next to this kid with dozens of cobras all around them ready to strike, and the kid was toying with these cobras. So hmm. he was walking in, seeing them messing around with all these all these snakes, and he taunted a bunch of these cobras, and then he found the orneriest cobra, grabbed it by the neck, threw it in a cage with a mongoose, and I saw the craziest fight that I've ever seen between any animals. Um, the mongoose won. They took the snake, tied it by its tail, ran the blood out, and then half filled four glasses with cobra blood and half with Thai whiskey. And then they drank 
those drinks. And I bring that up because Holy shit. the drink we're having tonight, yeah. that Brett prepared us, <laughs> yeah. is not that. But Somebody should make a rye whiskey called Cobra, Bro- Cobra, Cobra Blood. Cobra whiskey, yeah. Cobra, Cobra Blood whiskey. That's too long. Maybe Cobra, they will. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they will after this one. Well, you don't we need to have whiskey. Song. They know it's whiskey. It's just Cobra Blood. You know, like Buffalo Trace. Or Cobra Blood. You don't say Buffalo Trace whiskey. Yeah, but everyone knows it's Buffalo Trace. You could say Cobra Blood vodka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Harrelson said, Mike and I drank lots of things together, and he can hold his own, but Mike promptly vomited his snake cocktail. He could never hold his Cobra Blood. So uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. What a baby with that. All right, from there, let's go to advice, our favorite section of the week. This is advice. Um, Speak for yourself. If you have any advice questions, feel free to reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com, notgoodwithmatt.gmail.com. And now, the opening theme song of advice. (laughs) You got a question? I've got a question you've got a question i've got a question what maybe <laughs> not an answer advice <laughs> all right welcome to the advice section all right we'll start with um someone wants to know that they're uh they're basically they've realized that after covid their mother-in-law has gone full full hardcore recluse and they want to know if, you know, because that reclusiveness has intensified so much um, since the pandemic. This guy's mother-in-law wants nothing to do with him and he has problems. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Reading wow. reading between the lines. How do I, yeah, how do, how do I get in his shoes? Right. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, and she wonders whether she and her husband need to step in. And become recluses? <laughs> yeah, join her. Yeah. Um, I say no, just give up on people. Yeah. yeah, that's the way to do it. It'll sort itself out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are they doing? Are they drinking like Cobra blood or? Yeah. <laughs> How reclusive are they getting? Well, well she's a recluse. Yeah. Oh, Mother-in-law. yeah. Won't. So is it like only 50 cents allowed in or like, oh. Or it's like only like the like Beyonce and Jay Z is allowed. Is it like only like top? <laughs> yeah, why you run, like, you start with fifty cent? <laughs> yeah, he's very reclusive because he's bringing the vitamin water. <laughs> well, I think this is more like you know she's not dodging paparazzi. She's dodging family, phone calls, everything. Oh, reclusive, not exclusive. No. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Wait yeah. a minute. I made a yeah. joke about never having to see her, and Brett thinks it's been exclusive. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Um, no, I think you she's should, a hermit. Is that in your lexicon? I think you should check on her, obviously, and see if she's okay. But um, if she, if that's how she yeah. wants to live, if yeah, check put a pulse. couple fingers. Yeah, check the poles. Um, couple I, fingers. Yeah, on the throat. I. Yeah. I can see. Uh, I can see. It's like you know. It's easy to be a recluse. I feel like because you can scare yourself with any news or anything that's going on, um, and it's easy to kind of like, kind of seg. You know, just seclude yourself. But um, that's totally her 
prerogative, I feel like. Unfortunately, it's not the easiest answer. But is it her prerogative though, or is she brainwashed by the mainstream media? Well, that's true. But how do you how do you de-brainwash someone that's so heavily like we're talking multiple years now? Start buying ads on mainstream media that will de yeah <laughs> say hey mom we love you that's the <laughs> yeah. ad. Well, yeah. I think a lot of people yeah. became hypochondriacs. Yeah, I feel like yeah. so too. Yeah, it makes sense. And then also it doesn't help that if you go on the internet and you're like, oh, I have this like pain in my left foot. What does that mean? And then like the first thing is like cancer or something. The WebMD syndrome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. But we're all, yeah, we're all equipped to that. I think, I think the, 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 (laughs) the children should be helping the reclusive people to maybe wean her off of. That's true. If it what does, she's on. if it seems unhealthy, like, but probably you'd have to just do it in small doses. And right. like you said, wean, you know, do that. But it's gonna be, it's gonna take a while. You know, it's not gonna be an overnight right, right. sitch. Or if it's a lost situation, give up. Give up. Call a day. Live your life. Let that person. What is it? Your parent? What? Who are we talking about? Your grandparent? <laughs> this is a mother-in-law. Oh, mother-in-law. Oh, yeah. Let him go. <laughs> let him yeah. go. <laughs> he finally got the joke. I, I thought we were on a different question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, mom is going overboard on a mom! wedding. Mom! <laughs> is going overboard on a wedding. And because of that, the couple decides to cancel. They're like, nope, mom's going you know, too too much on this. We're, we're canceling. Hmm. Um, so the mom goes overboard. They cancel. How do they tell her? They're canceling the wedding because of this. The wedding ceremony or the wedding in general. They're the, not getting the whole married. Thing. They're like yep. getting divorced. They're doing well. They're not getting divorced, but they're just not getting. Well, married they're not yet. married yet, right? So they're breaking up. No, they're no. still together. So what are they doing? Just gonna? They're just pausing the wedding because gonna, it's getting to be oh, too much. Yeah, I thought maybe they're just gonna go get eloped and at a. Well, that is the option, but they didn't mention that in this one. Hmm. So it sounds like they're just taking a pause because it was so stressful. It sounds like they just don't have the money to have a wedding. Yeah, I think you do need to tell the mom because otherwise you're going to be kind of doomed to repeat it probably. Because then if you pick up, like, let's say, a six months. What if it was going to be like a really good wedding because you're just really putting in a lot of effort. Yeah. And they're just pieces of shit. Yeah. Could be that. It sounds like they said that, you know, she had too much say, they felt like, but it's like, you know, Hmm. who knows? She's flipping the bill, though, right? Whose who's mom was it? Was it the groom's? It's, the, it sounds like they were... The, who pays for the wedding? She I wasn't forget. paying for Usually the... Usually it's like the, the bride's, bride's father. Yeah. Or parents. Parents, yeah. 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 And this is not the bride's mom. Oh, this is... So the, she's not fitting the whole bill, but I'm sure she's probably kicking in some. Huh. Um, I could have made a father of the bride joke, but I don't remember anything from that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, again, I think you confront her... But like I always say, do it in a public place where friends <laughs> yeah. and family are watching. Yeah. Where there's lots of witnesses. And make sure yeah. you record it <laughs> yeah. and put it on YouTube. Actually, yeah. that's how you make someone a recluse. Just like publicly shame them and then they'll never want to go out and talk to anybody again. Right. All right. So final one for the advice segment of the week is, uh, I thought this title. Oh, let's hear that theme song one more time. Oh, yeah. Just no. And it'll definitely be in. exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this title got me. Help my dad's visiting friend used our bathtub as a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have a lot of details on this one. Wait a minute. Number one or two? Well, we'll find out right now. I has live... got a lot of details, he said. Yes. <laughs> so uh, this woman says, I live with my aging father. He recently invited his old college roommate to visit and discuss doing some renovations on our home. His friend's a contractor. 
I found him to be a pleasant enough guy, but grew concerned after a couple of days over a strange and disgusting habit that I noticed. Hmm. Uh, my father seemed to have been using the bathtub in the shared bathroom as a urinal to relieve himself at night. I started to suspect as much when I would hear him <laughs> getting up in the middle of the night and not hear the toilet flush. Oh. I was absolutely certain when I would find urine splashes at the bottom of the tub in the morning. He didn't like wow. run the water? Yeah. That's like, uh, that's peeing in the tub number one. Yeah, yeah everybody one. knows what that. We, yeah. What are we, cavemen? Cave people here? Uh, I spoke to his friend and asked him to please stop doing this, that there was absolutely no reason to do this. I then had to leave for the weekend for a work trip. I came back after he had left and discovered not only had he continued, but that there was evidence that he's, he was using it as more than just a urinal. Now, she doesn't specify, but that's got to mean yeah. poopies. Why so, would you need to do that? Right. Well, I think also if, if you have trouble with your aim late at night, then just sit down and pee. Yeah. yeah. I've started doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, too, if like, I don't know if he was joking or being real. I think this, this is real Brett right now. Yeah, I'm too here. Facetious. I think if he um, be real Brett, <laughs> she she clearly she brought it up to the friend and then yeah. he retaliates by dropping dukers in the tub. And I think that's your answer right there. You're not gonna you're not gonna be able to talk sense to that guy. Right. Anyone who's poot duking or I think you should introduce this guy yeah. to that other couple's of that woman's mother in law. Yeah, the recluse. Yeah. There you Get go. them out of their house by spackling their bathtub. <laughs> Send him over to her house. She will be right out. Yeah. <laughs> Match made in heaven. All right, from there, let's go to some movie reviews, movie reviews of the week. Uh, what have you guys seen movie-wise? We've had a full week off, uh, so enough time. That's Liar. seven days to see <laughs> movies. Uh, what have you guys seen that uh, that you're into or not into? I saw the new one with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Googling it right now. No, I saw Popstar. Did we talk about Popstar? Oh, Never Stop Stopping, that one? Oh. That's super old. That's a good movie, though. I'm Samberg. Is it old? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 2016. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. That yeah. was just, like, promoted on some streaming. Hulu? Uh, HBO or, Max. I some it. streaming. Or, is it on HBO Max? Yeah. I yeah. think I saw that, yeah. Uh, have you guys heard of Veep? I've been watching a ton of Veep. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Have you heard of Cheers? Because that's what I've been watching. <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned Veep because there is a friend of mine that knows the son of... Um, the guy who gets Julia Louis-Dreyfus's bagels in the morning. No, no, it's the yeah. it's the son of Julia louis Yes, you've told us that. Juliana yeah. Louisa. Yeah, yeah, Juliana Margulies yeah. Dreyfus. Yeah, I can't remember who's the guy that I know that knows the guy, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, Brett was the one that said that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. You uh, should have pointed at him. I would have <laughs> realized it sooner. Uh, I did see the menu over the week end. And <laughs> yeah, Clark and I are going to yeah, see that. Don't yes. fucking spoil it. Here's what Please. I can tell you. Rafe Fines is in it. Ralph Fines? Yeah, Ralph. Uh, yeah, Rafe Fines is in it. He's awesome. Uh, he's, yeah, brilliant in every scene that he does. Has some great speeches, great monologues. Um for that alone is is a good. Would you classify it as a horror movie? Yes. Okay. I certainly would. Yeah. 
Yep, big time. It's not just a thriller. No. Nope, I'd go horror, and I'd go more on the, what is it, the most, the deadliest game? The most deadliest game? That's the one where they hunt people. Similar to that. You see that in the trailer. That's not spoiling anything. They actually I didn't watch the trailer. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, then it's spoiled. I was like, I don't want to know anything about this movie. Yeah. Well, at one point. I think it's implied that they serve people. Yeah. Well... Brett, Brett well, needs it's to spell out anything. But no. It's like those that person who needs the flashback from the beginning of the movie <laughs> when something happened, just to refresh your memory from you know what, ninety though? minutes ago. I needed that in the White Lotus because they do that. For, but that could have been episodes ago. I'm talking true. about in movies where they're like, "Oh, remember this thing that happened thirty minutes ago in the movie?" Yeah. I think they did that in Black Phone. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, "Okay, uh, I needed that refresher." I feel like the general consensus of American audiences is probably that they have a short short memory. attention yeah, span. Yeah. yeah, short memory or attention span, and they just weren't paying attention when that part happened. Maybe both. Maybe a What'd combo player. <laughs> Brett Sachs. There we go, baby. Um, but yeah, so I won't spoil the movie, but I will spoil the ending. So when they <laughs> <laughs> no. is there a mid credits scene? <laughs> no, it's so like uh, Thor. Ad. Thor comes out. There's an after credit scene. Uh, no, is there? No, no. Oh. But there is John. Or is there? Or is there? Well, you can find out. There's a site called like After the Credits where it tells you if a movie people can submit. Dot org. Yeah, they're an Dot gov. Dot gov. <laughs> uh, John Leguizamo is in it. Squiggy and, Squabbles. Squiggy Squabbles, yeah. you mean. John Squiggy Squabbles. Um, and he plays an actor who is uh, a, plays total, himself. a total dick. So himself. Hmm. Uh, no, he's actually, from all accounts, I've heard he's a great guy. And uh, but he did publicly say that who we based the character on was Steven Seagal, which I thought was interesting. Oh, he said, wow. they did they did a movie together. We all remember Executive Decision. Should have been yeah. George Siegel. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> for shame, George Siegel's the man, uh, or was the man? R.I.P. Um, you know who who he is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just just shoot me, Judge Judy, just <laughs> Judge shoot me. <laughs> but um. But yeah, so really good, and uh, yeah, apparently said that um, uh, that dude Steven Seagal was a real a hole on on the set of mm. Executive Decision. Wow, just that movie specifically? I'm sure, mm. always. That's supposed to be a good That's one. I don't think I've seen that one in its entirety. Oh really? Yeah. Did we not see the theaters Russell together? Yeah. And he's like on an airplane. Yeah. That one I can spoil. Does that have something to do with the president <laughs> being called yeah, Executive like, Decision? Like yeah. 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 And uh, Steven Seagal, I remember he was billed as like the main lead, and he dies in the first twenty minutes. Of it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought Kurt Russell was the main lead. Well, but he's not he's billed like the... as the main guy in there. Oh, yeah, but then he is the main, and yeah, really good movie. And Squiggy Squabbles is in it. Um, Squiggy Squabbles is in Executive Decision. Yeah, that's oh. how he met him. That's why. That's oh, what we've been talking about for the last. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That. <laughs> so he knew firsthand that yes. he was a dick on that set. Exactly. Uh, and the other movie that I saw was I watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles for a second time. All right, so we'll move on to random news of the week, and we'll start with a Mexican City's inaugural Avocado Expo. Expo, <laughs> which featured a Guinness World Record. You know that we here at the show love what Guinness city? World um, and do it with a Spanish accent. Uh, well, that I can't do, but it is in, is it Parabon? I don't know. Parabon? Parabon. Parabon. Uh, well, Brett, we'll look up, yeah, look up the uh, pronunciation. We'll get our uh, research department on that. But um, 
Yeah, so they broke the Guinness World Record of the largest avocado. Um, actually, with 10,957 pounds of guacamole. So there you go. That was the largest serving of guacamole. That was the record. How many chips would Brad break into pieces to dip into that guacamole? <laughs> now, why do you bring up that? Yeah, this Cause is he all break, off. Because he breaks chips apart for some reason when he eats queso. <laughs> yeah, this was one night we went out and we uh, were having some chips and queso. And, <laughs> yeah. and we saw that Brett's method was... He'd pick up a perfectly intact chip, break it into a bunch of pieces, and then dip it along with his fingertips into the queso. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand that. Is that weird? Brett, yeah. what, what say you about that method? Is that weird? No. What, what, what was the question? Like, why Why that method of dipping the, the entire hand? Why that method, man? <laughs> yeah. Um, Brett's favorite artist. Right. Yeah. We're bringing too many things into this question, though. Um, or this topic. I mean, that's just how you like, that's how you traditionally eat queso. And I know we live in Minnesota, do this whole thing, but I spent a lot of time in Austin, Texas, and that's how you eat queso with your fingertips, <laughs> dipping <laughs> into hot lava, into hot cheese lava. Wow! Well, I think we all learned a lot today. Um, but yes, yeah, <laughs> so today. we all learned a lava today. <laughs> but they broke the previous record that was set uh, with an eight thousand three hundred fifty-one serving of guac mixed. Uh, how many? How many less? Point six pounds? No. How many pounds? What was it? How much did they need to make? How much did they top it by? I didn't hear you say specifically. Uh, well, so they just they, plus one serving. Well, theirs was ten thousand nine hundred fifty-seven. Oh, okay. So they covered it by a good amount. Yeah, a good amount, totally. Because if I broke a Guinness World Record, it would just be that plus one. Yeah. So I don't need to strain myself. Well, this is one you could do plus one. Uh, I picked this uh, world record because I feel like this is the kind of, I won't say lame, but I think the most easily beatable record. Mm. Well, and like it's just by serving. What does that mean? Well, no, not the guacamole the next one. one. Oh. This yeah. next one, which is a Montana father and son broke a Guinness world record when they passed two lacrosse balls back and forth 40 times in one minute. Okay. Only 40 times. I feel like that's not a lot. Wow. And then after they finished it, where they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they chest, they chest bumped midair. Uh, I mean, I guess that's a little over one second each. But that would be wait forty. But can you do one it in one minute? second each? Is what I'm saying. Can yeah, you go right. one, a over one, two, three, four? Can you just do it at least one per second? You probably got to be pretty quick. There is probably yeah. some fluidity to it. This is probably pretty an epic world. Yeah, we could break this and yeah. ruin that kid's life. <laughs> we yeah. could do that. All right, and that's our dad, challenge. More importantly, the dad's life. Right. <laughs> uh, next one is a Chinese man put his precision to the test by building a 50-story house of cards in a single day to break a... Oh, I thought record. you were going to say he threaded a needle with both eyes open. Hmm. Because <laughs> that's impossible. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you said precision is the first thing I thought of. Right. Uh, well, he completed his 50-level structure in only five hours and four minutes. Uh, the finished house of cards measured at 11 feet and seven inches tall. Jesus. Yeah. Did he wow. sneeze and that pretty much ended it? Yeah. He was going to go for more? Well, it's funny. They did say that it has to remain standing for at least 10 minutes to qualify for the record. Hmm. So well, then you use glue. Yeah. Would have to, <laughs> yeah. But this was all this was all in preparation and press for the new season of House of Cards premiering next week. Oh week. God! No, not really. Yeah. yeah.
All right, and finally this week, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk TV. What TV shows have you guys been watching this week that you're into or not into? Who wants to go first? Man. <laughs> well, yeah. we established earlier he's watching Beep and I'm watching Cheers. Yeah, right. Let's leave this one out. <laughs> <laughs> let's just have Matt cover for us. Yeah. Because he clearly probably wants watched to talk something. About TV. Yeah. Yeah, he watched the finale of The Walking Dead. I did not. <laughs> oh, um, only to hear how bad it was. Well, have you heard anything? If it they all bad? came. All the people who died came back. <laughs> Yeah, as zombies, and then they have to kill them again. I was tempted to watch it, but I... Well, I wonder if they wrap, like, how... Yeah. Do you think it just ends? They didn't actually... The apocalypse doesn't end? Yeah, I'm sure that doesn't end, because they have spinoffs that they want to keep going. But those are set yeah. in different times, though. Those aren't set... Some are current, and in no, the same I mean, timelines. Oh. Yeah. So, like, the main show has ran into this yeah. other show, and then they did, like, a... You know, NBC does all the Chicago shows yep. together. Yep. I think they did have crossovers throughout it. But I Oh, I'm, now you're unsure? Well, I'm three seasons behind. That's why I didn't want to watch the finale either. But you're watching all these other spin-offs and you're current to those. No, I'm not I'm not current oh. to those. <laughs> They're just like, hey, is it Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead? It's on Chicago PD. It's, yeah. 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 it's Chicago PD. Um, but uh, what I did watch was Tulsa King with uh, Sylvester Ooh, Stallone. I wanted to start that. I haven't started that yet. But. Really solid show. It's um, created by Taylor Sheridan, oh, okay. um, who's you know on a roll. He, I feel like he can't do wrong. But it's not. Did he write it? Can't do right. He uh, yep co co wrote it, co produced, co directed, um, and co. Uh, I think he yeah co created co it. Co acted. Uh, he acted in 1883, and that's the one I I'm think sure he's weakness. Not a good actor. Yeah, kind of a rough actor, I think. But uh, decent show, not perfect show. Uh, it's a little stilted, mm. and Stallone, I, I think he's funny in it, but it's more of a comedy and not uh, not a lot of serious kind of the stuff. He's like, hey, I'm the Tulsa King. Hey, uh, hey. where's the salsa? I'm the Salsa King. <laughs> he just makes bad puns the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he just keeps calling himself <laughs> something king. <laughs> right. Where's the, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here in salsa. Where's the salsa? Hey. Yeah, like, what do you think? I'm the Tulsa King. What do you think I am, the Chicken King? <laughs> <laughs> um, but all in all, I think it's pretty good. Um, and also co-created by the guy that created Sopranos. Mm. But not as edgy as he, as either of those creators' shows. Wow, you don't wow. say. Not as edgy as their original shows that they did. Well, listen, I mean, but you still think they could... Wouldn't you want to up it no. as no? Yeah. I mean, they're what, old? I don't know, they're dude. Like, what, Gandolfini or Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. You have an 80-year-old yeah. actor, an 80-year-old director, and an 80-year-old writer. Is Stallone 80 They're trying already? to up it, though. <laughs> but, you know, 1883 has very intense scenes. And I feel like Taylor Sheridan's shows, like that, um, that one with Jeremy Renner, that, that we too. all remember so that well. That we all remember. That was a movie. Yeah. Are you talking about? No, no. So the well. the <laughs> 10 episode, uh, it's, I think it's on its second season too coming up. Um, oh. I but, thought you were just referencing Wind River. No, well, Wind River is great too, which also Taylor shared it. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, um, Jeremy Renner, let's look up his... Uh, but that show, what I'm saying is those shows are Taylor Sheridan keeping... Are you up the to date on Yellowstone? Is that any good? That I'm not. Oh, I but you watched 1883? You're like, I want to start from the beginning. Exactly. <laughs> Even though it's not, I don't think you're supposed to watch that first and then watch Yellowstone. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I think that is, 1883 
and they're doing a 19 like 23 or something like that another prequel Uh-oh. series yeah that will be pretty good oh mayor of kingstown is the uh the um okay the yeah, jeremy I've heard, renner I've heard one yeah that's yeah. a decent show um but yeah so i that's can it. recommend tulsa king but if i had to give it good or not good i'm gonna go not good right now wow but i think it's got potential hmm. for sure um let's go american show american horror story they are uh, still on it is yeah i think it's like season 10 or 11 i feel like you talked about that or well, oh, it's a season? different season oh it's not the anthology or whatever anymore? no 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 oh, okay but this one is uh, really good. It's all about a serial killer in New York City, set in the '80s. Um, but a, like a made-up serial killer, not a, based on a real one. Right. Yep. Made up, and um, and yeah, really good. I think the ending is the only kind of weak part of it. But all in all, I'll give the season a good for sure and check that out. The newest wow. one. Um, Where would you rank it among the other ten seasons? I would put it in the top five. Oh, okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah. But probably right. at number five. List them all in order right now. Um, I'll go Asylum is number one. And uh, that's... <laughs> the New York one, number 10. New York right? one, number 10. Yep. Okay. No, and, then and then the rest. And then the rest in the middle. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also Mass Singer is a guilty pleasure that I love. Love that show. God, dude, I see TV spots for that during football. It looks so bad. It's really good. Last week... Jenny McCarthy. Yes, yes, Jenny McCarthy. And last week... Um, was interesting because uh, the wedding bride that was this like bride dinosaur I don't know if they're going for bridezilla that hmm. kind of seemed like it yeah. but anyways that dinosaur um, got demasked and so they go take it off take it off yeah and that's kind of weird that they when chant, they chant that. that yeah hmm. uh, but they t- and then it's a kid it was Chris Jericho oh which is pretty cool is he a good singer for... yeah yep oh, he's a good singer eh, he does si- right. he sings like his own yeah, Fozzie. Entrance music. Well, he's got Fozzie. Oh, That's his Jericho. band. Which is oh, good. Fozzie, yeah. And then uh, Avocado, who was also uh, demasked, was Adam Carolla this week. So, which is pretty cool. What's the weirdest person that's been on there? Oh, uh, Mickey Rourke would be the weirdest That's one. weirder than Rudy Giuliani? I think so. Yeah, because Mickey Rourke clearly didn't want to be there. Why'd he, he do it? A paycheck? I think so, yeah. Well, there you go. And speaking of paychecks, we earned ours this week. And thanks for oh. another great week of not good. And thank you, Clark. It's over already. <laughs> and thank you, Brett. God, thank you. And uh, yeah, what's new with uh, Blark Industries this week? A lot of stuff. If you did, if you missed last week, you are... <laughs> you got FOMO. You should have FOMO. You have FOMO right now. Um, so yeah, just stay tuned for that. There was a lot of stuff being posted last week, especially after the episode that we taped exactly yeah so check that out and check out all the sites and uh and hear all the, see all the sights and sounds <laughs> that Blurk has to offer and uh special thanks to nalo and the unis of course great music this week so thank you everybody thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you in another week happy post thanksgiving i love you mm-hmm.